TJ on the beat. What's up? This is another episode of Spit Sessions. What's going on? How you uh, feeling? I caught you off guard a little bit. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, I was. Uh, my phone did a weird thing where you know how like your um, pictures are usually in order by date. Yeah. So all of my album artwork from my songs decided to wear the newest pictures in there, even though they're like ten years old. That's weird. And I take screenshots of things so I know what to talk about on the podcast. And I'm right. like, oh, I have fucking Missy Elliott's album cover mixed into that. Now. Did you? Did you? Yeah, no, that's. Weird. I might just delete it all because it's obnoxious. I don't okay. know how to fix it. Did you find everything that you needed? Uh, probably. Okay, that's what's up. I think we'll cover it all. Cool. All right, here we go. Um, <laughs> <laughs> all right. <laughs> so getting straight into it, uh, like we usually do, we cover what's been going on. I'm gonna summarize my stuff. I yeah, went you went to, on a big trip. Yeah, it was all right. I, for a week, I got time off, and I ended up going to Toronto. That was cool. Ended up meeting up with cool people, doing cool things, eating cool food. Listening. What was the coolest thing you ate? The coolest thing I ate? Damn, I ate a lot of poutine. It was a lot of poutine, but it was good poutine. You know what I'm saying? It was a lot of burgers. Um, did I eat anything that was super different? Oh, Cuban food. Boom. Uh, a friend of mine met up. We went and got... Cuban food I had it was beef had tostones it had rice sounds about right right but they had a nice cocktail with like pineapple juices and shit it was real it was real delicious I like that type of stuff um and then I had actual chimchurri on the side chimchurri Mm. sauce so that was really good and then I drank a lot of uh matcha lattes and stuff but it was cool went to a soccer game uh coincidentally it was the Chicago Fire versus Toronto FC yes and I don't know why I know that. It was a tie game. It was two and two, which is good and fortunate because if Chicago had won, I was going to be talking gratuitous amounts of shit. And if you were going to get hazed, they were going to spank your bare bottom. There's with a uh, with Canadian bacon, but <laughs> fortunately, it didn't turn out. It didn't turn out that way. So I'm very fortunate to not have that pork on my ass. Um, I got a tetanus shot. Um, that shit hurts, right? That shit, it it's okay, it's cool, but your shoulder will be sore for a few days after getting that shit. So it's a motherfucker. Um, <laughs> well, now you won't get lockjaw. Well, I suppose I only did it so I can be around my niece without worrying about her her whoop, catching whooping cough or some shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Because you got to protect the future, protect the babies, vaccinate your motherfucking kids. I can't stress this enough. Please and thank you, you crunchy moms. Um, yeah, I was actually I went back and listened to that because they had <laughs> the kid drank battery acid. The kid drank his tum tum hurts. Yeah, this nigga gonna die. Like yeah, no, I, yeah. You, it's the, curtains for that child. It's curtains. I mean, it is what it is, man. You got a kid out here cracking open batteries and chugging them like Stone Cold Steve Austin. I, <laughs> 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 I don't feel. I don't feel too bad. It's like, yo, you know what I'm saying? Like, even as a kid, I probably like put a battery in my mouth and was like, this doesn't taste like food. And I took it out. If you have a kid with the wherewithal and the gusto to like <laughs> pop them shits open, you know what I'm saying? Like, hey, it is what it is. Like, I'm I not feel like both sides of the, of the equation could be Stone Cold Steve Austin because you know how uh, he would give you the stunner and then he would get on all fours and like bark in your face. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, basically yeah. what parents are doing to their children when they don't vaccinate. Them. That is, it's like you gonna get polio, you little something bitch. I tell you what, like it's just funny to me. The Fuck kid the is kids. laying in the hospital bed and the parents are like, 
Yeah, no. Oh, God. That, he used to do that, right? He I remember that from that. the game. It was like this. It was this. And he would just be like <laughs> throwing them up all crazy and stuff. So that was like super fun. Um, we're, Is that it for your week? Uh, I think so. I actually wrote Two some weeks. of this shit down. I saw Us, which we can talk about a little bit if you want to. It's been long enough to Let's wear. do an Us spoiler cast. And yeah. we will put in the description where you can skip to if you don't want to hear spoilers. Exactly. Actually, uh, we can briefly talk about what I did. Yeah, uh, let's get it. I bought a skateboard and everyone is making fun of me. I didn't know you bought a whole skateboard. I thought you just got skateboard shoes. Uh, No. So what happened was um, I've been getting back into fitness the last couple of weeks. Fitness dick. And- I'm sorry. Go ahead. Continue. I have an incredibly strong gag reflex here. Oh, you need to get a spoon to practice. It would be like one of the most boring uh, BJ ever. It would be actually terrible. Like I haven't necessarily been on the receiving end really I actually you have. never had nobody just be on I the have. tip like a little square like actually it was it was i feel bad because you want to be supportive and encouraging but you come off as very very biased because it's your penis and you accidentally yawn yeah like it's nah i don't think i hurt nobody feelings but the the threat <laughs> of vomit was imminent so i was just like stop you don't i pulled a, you don't have to do this i was like it's not that <laughs> necessary but continue you uh, on your Tony Hawk shit. So I like being a little thick boy, but you know, uh, spring, summer, all that, you know, tighten up a little bit. And I hate, um, I like being active. I, I'm not averse to exercise, but I get incredibly bored running or doing a stationary bike. Um, I don't have a bicycle right now. And because my last bicycle was very nice, I am bike bougie and I don't want to spend four or $500 on a bike right now. So my bright idea was, hey, I used to skateboard 15 years ago. What if I just get a skateboard? It would be good for my core. I'll just jump over some stuff. This is a midlife crisis you're going through right now. You on you definitely on your, not. You on your late 90s extreme <laughs> sports shit right now. So uh, I think there's there's an important distinction because uh, I think most most people are assuming that I I want to get like good and do big jumps and stair rails. I literally just want to um, do some some ollies onto some small curbs and shit like that. Like, I never want to get above a certain level. And even if I accidentally start getting decent, I'm never even going to attempt that stuff. Because I don't want to be in my 30s with two broken ankles. What's going to happen when you roll your ankles again? You already tremendously rolled both of them. Yes, to my knowledge. twice. Bad. I was just telling a uh, a Twitter follower about that because um, she was saying how she fucked her ankle up. And I was like, you know, I have basically permanent cankles now. Yeah, it's rough. It's pretty rough. Uh, but yeah, that's where we're at at that. People are like, uh, you know, you're old, right? And I'm like, well, you know, I got knee braces. I got some some ankle supports. And uh, I know two other old people who got skateboards and their lives are OK. Tony Hawk still skateboard, don't he? He got a daughter. He teaches how to skateboard. I saw a video of him like he turned 50 and then he did a bunch of his tricks and he's like, yeah, these are all tricks I'm never doing again. And to be fair, like there's a difference between he skates on these gigantic vert ramps and it's like you could like (laughs) super die on those. Super die. Not regular. And it's not like, oh, let me jump onto this six inch thing and try to do a manual. I think you know, one you could do well into old age and one you can't, or it's a, a worse idea. No, I respect that. After a while, you just got to give it up and let that go. He's There's rich. No, yeah, I got money. I don't need He's to be made, out here no more. you know, five great video games and four terrible ones. Damn, four or bad ones? Something like that. The ratio is almost <laughs> one and one is basically what you're saying. Um, I might sound a little bit weird 
on this episode because the allergies are kicking back in in full effect. So if you hear coughing, just ignore it. But it's going to happen. It's rough. I'm a little bitch. And I have not taken Claritin because I just haven't. You got <laughs> Well, it, it makes you drowsy a little bit, right? Right. I'm not trying to fuck with that. I don't like that shit. I don't like taking acetaminophen. I don't like taking stuff. You know, that makes me feel loopy, crazy. Uchiwalium. Yeah, nah, Uchiwalium, uh, Vibranium, all that good shit. You can keep that. I'm straight. I'll drink tea and hope for the best, usually. I'm a crunchy mom when it comes to myself, but I will vaccinate children, whether they like it or not. Uh, a quick aside about spoilers. Uh, I, I got annoyed because um, Game of Thrones just came back, right? Yeah. And everybody, it's like, okay. I'm someone who is not very sensitive to spoilers because, as I've stated before, there are only so many logical ways a narrative can go. So, of course, I don't want it spoiled for me. But if I happen to read a spoiler, I don't think it's really going to affect my enjoyment of the movie. Personally, I understand why people are more sensitive to them. But why? So let's say, for instance, you are infatuated with Game of Thrones and you, for whatever reason, cannot see it for two days after it airs, right? Why are you on Twitter and Facebook? You it's know gonna better. Happen. It's so gonna are are you really going to read Twitter and Facebook all day the day after the the show airs and you haven't seen it yet, and then reply to every person and be like, "Uh, you probably shouldn't be talking about dragons right now." You know what it is, and I'm saying this as a hypocrite because when Endgame when Endgame comes out, I am going to see it at the at my earliest that I possibly can. But the tickets. Flew out because motherfuckers are crackheads for these movies. Go see it in the hood. Yeah, I could just yeah. You you raised that argument before. I think I, I can just go that's see. That's what in the I've hood. been doing. Maybe well, what day does it come out on? Like a Wednesday night or something. I feel as I feel like it's gonna be some silly shit. Like we that. could we could go to the West Side get a get a midnight one a.m. show uh, right in the middle of uh right. I've literally I'm not exaggerating. I went to go see Star Wars and I stepped on crack needles crossing the parking lot. Crack needles you smoke crack you talking about heroin well you know what i mean i did but i was just worried because i thought people was injecting uh, the crack don't so scare me like when that. the prequels came out yeah like you couldn't get tickets people were like i don't fuck with lines for anything i don't care what it is nah, and true. i was like man i want to see episode two or whatever yeah no for sure i understand so i went to ice theaters and ICE stands for Inner City Entertainment. I don't know if you're familiar with this. Oh, boy. Where you, is this? You, um, it was on the west side. Oh, boy. You weren't allowed to wear hats in there. Uh, I don't think they had any uh, video games in there because they didn't want people loitering. Wow. They would, like, kick you out if you're wearing the wrong colors. Oh, my God. But, hey, man, I, that shit was half empty. I didn't have to wait in the line, get tickets beforehand. I'll do the same thing for Endgame. It sounds like a place where I will be okay. We've started uh, talking about Game of Thrones a little bit, and I haven't watched any season prior to the last season because I read all of the books, and the books ended right where the last season picked up, with John coming back to life. I mean, this happened like know, four years ago. Yeah, so don't please show, don't so. like please don't don't send me messages about stuff because you were kind of warm when I said talking about Game of Thrones. So continuing. Um, I picked up a little bit of the last season. I watched that, but I did see the new episode. How did you feel about that? Spoiler free, by the way. Um, I thought it was fine. I thought it set some things up. People are complaining because there's what, like six episodes this season? Something yeah, like that. yeah. There's not a lot of time to wrap stuff up, but at the same time, how much more can happen? Like we're really up against it now. Right. So 
I think it's too early to judge to say if this episode throws off the pacing or if it's good or bad. Yeah. Um, you know. Okay. All right. Um, I don't think this is a spoiler, but we all know that John was smashing auntie cakes like towards the end of last season. I don't know if he's still smashing them cakes, but they be kissing in the mouth. Um, you know what? And I raised this question to people. I posted a picture <laughs> of Daenerys and I was like, uh, I just licked my lips on accident. I'm sorry. But I was like, you know, if this was your auntie, you wouldn't smash on accident. Would you smash on accident? Uh, no, because on accident, there's no. Well, what do you mean on accident? Like, look, that you didn't know, like if you saw her somewhere, yeah, and then you're like, oh, damn, like, related. Look inside my coochie. Technically, yeah. yeah, but here's the thing: I don't think that that actress is that attractive. I think she is a plain Jane. Yes, yeah, she is. Have Daenerys you, is attractive. Have like, you seen her? Like, right, like right. The the character is more attractive than the actress. Yeah. Like, have you seen her in Terminator with brown hair? She looks like. Wait, which one was she? She was the Terminator. The 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 girl Terminator. No, the, uh, oh, okay. she was Sarah Connor. Huh? You must not have seen the one where John Connor is the evil robot. Huh? Yeah, they they made a lot of those movies. Man, bad. why are they doing that? No, nah, I ain't seeing that shit. And I'm not gonna watch that shit. Who was in it? Jai Courtney, one of them Australian motherfuckers. I'm tired. Was man. in it. Last one I saw had Christian Bale in it as adult John Connor, and I was that done. was bad. Uh, but yeah, there's <laughs> at least one after that. I think that's what I'm talking. Okay, about. Okay, got you. No, I ain't see that. And shit. And they fight an Asian T1000. Didn't know martial arts. <laughs> I don't think so. Okay, all right. I just wanted to, <laughs> I just wanted to be sure of the direction we was going with that. But um, what ended up happening was, listen, I would probably the character I would smash on accident if it had to go down that way. And somebody was like, "Hey, yo, that's your aunt, bro." I'd be like, "Damn, that's crazy." And I would probably more than likely stop. Yeah, it's like I'm always bringing up. They have these movies where somebody's eating something. You're like, oh, you know that's made out of possum. It's like you're you're already eating it. You're already eating it. Yeah, no. You can't retroactively like if you think it's Unfuck. delicious. Yeah, you can't be like, pussy was whack now because you're related to them. If it was raw, it was raw. if it was fuego, it was fuego. Man, she had that dracarys coochie, and he was all up in there, <laughs> musty, furry. That I don't like the sex scenes in that shit, man. I think that's cool. So he has like. Does he have scars or does he have open knife wounds in his nah, chest? Nah, he got, I think they healed over. Okay. I think they healed over. I hope they healed over because I'm trying to imagine foreplay and she like fingering like the, uh. the knife wounds or some shit like that. I mean, he used to be dead, but he's not no more. Stop. Don't make that. I was wondering what the <laughs> fuck that was. That was very scary sounding. It's, uh, you know, like, you know. That's nasty. That's yeah, the no, noise it that's, makes. Yeah, like macaroni, but worse. Um, No, the episode that we saw was was good in my opinion i could tell they were rushing to kind of have everyone meet up so that they could push the plot forward and you can't be mad at it because there's only five more and they at we only get in five episodes of game of thrones this season it is uh it's interesting too when people on twitter are like yeah i'm team so and so and then half the time i feel like them saying that makes them a sociopath a little bit like team ice king they're like yeah the ice king gonna win it all i was nah, like i mean that's acceptable but like uh-huh. i don't know why somebody is maybe i'm revealing too much about myself right now what? maybe I, I don't understand why somebody is like die hard team sansa or die hard team uh uh what's her face uh daenerys i want to a- i keep wanting to call her daenerys because the, i went to a with school with a, a black dude named daenerys oh wow was it spelled the same no 
Okay. I don't think God. so. Okay. Well, that's good. So this is, yeah, Sansa, she was very, very boring in the book. Uh, in the show, she's dealt with a lot. And I think a lot of people might identify with her struggles and her being seemingly powerless and making bill, bill collector oh, and making a name for herself and making maneuvers. So people will associate the character and her plot progression with is chestnut checkers. And I'm like, all right, cool, whatever. Um, Cersei, that's just weird. That's just weird. She's yeah, like that, so. That's somebody I, I should have used an example too. Like, yeah, nah. They're that's... like, yeah, she she finna outsmart everybody. I'm like, I don't know anymore. Not I think really. we're, we're that ship has sailed. Yeah, nah, exactly. But we don't want to get into spoilers. I don't nah, know how much so I'm gonna stop. I'm gonna stop right here, you guys, because I know a few people that are on. Because uh, it's six. almost a week later, but some of you will still complain. Y'all and I bitch. think by the time this comes out, it will be about a week later. Right, exactly. So, but you know who you are. We gonna cut it out. Um, we spoke on my trip a little bit. And before getting into anything else, it was kind of bittersweet when I touched down because of Nipsey Hussle's passing the day prior to my flight to Toronto. That was really rough. He was definitely one of the artists that I hadn't really listened to a lot because I don't get into a lot of West Coast rap. It's just not something that I seek necessarily, unless it sounds like a little different, like Anderson Pac or um it's older stuff but that was like really really sad and no matter what anyone says we we went through the whole turmoil of but he was like this and was he this type of person was he an asshole was he but my whole thing with anyone who is murdered is i don't really care about that and well i think you can walk and chew gum at the same time right like right both both things can be true right it can be a tragic death of a person who did some good and also did some bad, who exactly. was flawed. Exactly. So I think, you know, especially when you're on something as awful as Twitter, everybody takes their one side where it's like, yeah, yeah. fuck him. And everybody's like, no, he's in heaven with Tupac and Jesus. And Malcolm and, X. And, yeah. And I'm just like. And Dr. Sebi. That shit. <laughs> that shit. That shit right there. Yo, that shit was killing me. That shit was killing me. Man. It was like. I, how, what's the best way to approach this? What's the best way to get into this? Motherfuckers like, man, I'm telling you, man, that Dr. Sebi documentary, they got him. I was like, what? No. The conspiracy theories that pop up out of nowhere, like, kind of freak me out. And the most alarming thing about it is that there are people that I mutually follow that you you think you know, but you have no idea. This is the diary of a non-hotep advocator because... A lot of people I, I was kind of virtually associated with was like, nah, for real, vegetables cure cancer. And I was like, wait, what? Yeah, like, like the people you... saying that don't even know what cancer is. They don't know like basic human biology. I... That's what I don't get. Like the, the same people that will tell you that Dr. Sebi was really on some shit are the same people who will tell you to read a book when you tell them like, I don't think so, friend. Google is free. Oh. I got into, I didn't even get into an argument, but I want to know where people are coming from when I'm having discourse online. So what ended up happening was there was one gentleman, he was talking about Dr. Like there was a, you remember the, the, uh, nation of Islam cat who was crying on Instagram with the bow tie on around the R Kelly trial. And he was explaining himself and why he was upset. And that video dropped and people were like, yo, he not crying over R Kelly. And I was like, well, here are the video links. Like, how do you interpret this? And they were like, there was more video clips than that. 
you should look for them. And I was like, I can't, this is all I found. But if you would like to link me to them, I'll check them out. I'm not going to waste time looking for that when you already uh, <laughs> set in the narrative that you want to push forward. And I was like, then why are you, t- why the fuck are you talking to me? Like, what do you want? Like, people, what is that? People just want to uh, win an, an argument and not actually be right. What? Stop. Uh, but Get yeah, some help. I, I think, you know, Nipsey Hussle was like a hotep ass homophobic dude who did some stuff for the community and both things can be true i don't think you need to tap dance on his grave and i don't think you need to canonize him and and consider him a saint Mm um you know i will also say all these read a book people it's like i think the bar needs to be set a little bit higher too for people helping the community but i think we also need to realize how much people are doing that goes unknown i think his exploits were 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 felt and known because of the way that he went about them. He as as far as I know, correct me if I'm wrong, he wasn't uh going out of his way to work with politicians or anything like that. He was just literally on the ground spending his money in the community Very doing grassroots, things. And you know, I, I know that he opened up a restaurant that he felt was a healthy alternative to other things and what was considered a food desert. Like positive things, sure. Um but you know, he's not I think instead of going overboard and praising this guy after his death, there's things that we can do in our own communities and there's people that we can support that are doing things now. Like right. let's not wait till it's too late to be like, yeah, man, he was really doing it. Right. Like I'm sure most people listening to this are living in a city that has areas that need help. And there's probably somebody who's working, trying to do things that isn't, um, getting the same press or making the same ground exactly because they aren't a rapper or they don't have the the same money base to work with you have to smell your roses while they in season you know what i'm saying because i will acknowledge the fact that i have a privilege of being able to turn a blind eye towards anything he said that might have been homophobic or super hotepi because i am a cisgendered heterosexual man so um, someone's comments or exploits won't affect me the way that they'll affect someone within that community. Um, you know, but I was impressed by the stuff he was doing in the community. Um, you know, especially as a black man from an inner city, uh, potentially violent environment, it kind of instilled a flame in me to try and like give back and help out, especially if I find myself not poor one day but even then there's still things you can do like donating spending time with the youth um you know there are services to be had and taken care of and whatnot but even things that are normal and we should expect um have come out to play because people were trying to raise money for his kids i don't understand the celebrities trying to raise money for his kids that was weird. Luckily, they turned it down. Thank that, and that that was good to see because they were like, "No, his children are set." But right, like for life. Raise, what is wrong with you? And that that kind of goes money. Uh, yeah. goes back to what I was saying. It's like I get that people's hearts are in the right place, but that's so short sighted. Why not? You know, let's say, how about you can you can raise money in his wife's name with the idea being that she'll continue the work. Use that right. money to continue the work in that community. Right. Obviously, he's an entertainer. He has enough money to to put in the community. He, he surely has money for his kids to go to college, and I'm sure they have a place right. to live. They're good. 
they um, are set. Yeah, so you should take that money and not donate it to Notre Dame being rebuilt after it was burned down. <laughs> so this is another thing where the internet is again, everybody's like, yeah, fuck that. Or everybody's like, oh my God, it's so sad. Uh, I, I think I fall a little in the middle. I had the privilege of uh, going there a little over 10 years ago. And, uh, you know, I'm somebody who's not religious at all, but I am um, interested in history and architecture. And being in there was incredibly moving. Um, I walked in and it's like these, uh, you know, uh, vaulted ceilings, Gothic architecture. And coincidentally, there was a choir from somewhere in Eastern Europe and they just started singing in there. Right. And then you get the acoustics. And I was like, wow, this is like such an amazing experience. That said, um, it's it's a building and it, it it's like I understand how people are torn because it is a symbol of a religion that has done plenty of bad things. And in more recent times, we have the scandal with young people. Right. And then it is also a testament to, um, you know, human achievement and engineering. So at at the face value of like. This is a a building that is a in a sense a modern marvel and has lasted like seven hundred years and to see it be damaged and artwork in the form of stained glass or even the architecture itself seeing that destroyed is sad. But when you know from the the view of colonialism and um, religion and the damage that has been done, like I get it. But obviously, it falls somewhere in the middle and uh before i let you take over it is ridiculous that in 24 hours they raised like a billion dollars uh to fix the church and i know that people are upset that trump said that he would give money um especially because puerto rico still isn't uh set and we still have uh, i think they just barely passed uh money for flint even though it was already like allocated it's not extra money uh, I don't I don't have the article open, but, um, you know, five years later, Flint is barely going to start really fixing their issue with their water. And then we have Puerto Rico still uh, not fully recuperated. So uh, but rest is, I mean, they're not getting that money. Just throwing that out there. Well, I don't think Trump is actually going to give the money, but it's ridiculous for him to even say that more than likely. Yeah, because um, as an individual that's never been inside that building, um, I don't care. It's unfortunate that it happened. That's rough. But from what from not what from from what I understand, there were renovations that could have been done to better protect the building or keep up with the quality of the materials used uh, to make the building and help prevent these things. The fire might have been electrical, but I have no emotions whatsoever towards um, a building in another country it's an it's an inanimate object yeah it's i an think i think object. we're essentially in agreement nobody there. died i don't i don't you know i don't i don't care it is what it is you know uh you can fix it i will say it's good that the foundations weren't fucked up you know it was sad to see like the top going up in flame and falling over and whatever else but you can still fix it and rebuild it and take care of it and, and I, I don't am, know that it's going to cost a billion dollars. I'm fix. not giving nobody money at all. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. Y'all got me fucked up with that one. That's kind of tripped out. There's other things to be done. I had to pay taxes this year. 
What do you mean? You owed? Is that what you mean? I owed. Yes. Damn, you balling like that? I'm not balling like that, which is the problem. <laughs> yeah, that's why I was like, oh, you motherfuckers. So tax season just, I mean, tax day was three days ago um, in America. I don't know how it is in Toronto and everywhere else, but you ended up having to pay money if you made a certain amount. And also Trump switched around this tax shit. So I don't know where the fuck I fall, but I refuse to go through this shit again next year. I'm going to start selling uh crack needles as Reggie so <laughs> elegantly put <laughs> earlier with the crack inside maybe you can inject rocks though you got to melt that down well uh, yeah can you, can you inject heroin doesn't how come would, in a liquid you have would, to melt it in a spoon how will cocaine water i mean melted cocaine can somebody inject that if they want to yes do you know what will happen if they do that you get high i mean but what kind of high like well it's it's a stimulant you go you go up crack but heroin takes you down crack yeah. takes you up but do we know anyone that has injected crack liquid uh we can ask i would have to think about that long and hard we would have to ask because i i really want to know what's going to happen if somebody does that and i'm not willing to test it myself so i want to know like injection is a whole new level of drug usage the fact i got a I got a tetanus shot and i'm still sore in the shoulder so i'm like well that's different because it's going in your muscle that hurts yeah that you're injecting hurt. fluid where nothing nothing's supposed to be in there nobody's supposed to be here <laughs> and it was kind of rough my shoulder still hurt but i don't know we kind of going on a tangent right now but if you have ever injected crack liquid into your veins please contact us if you can do so anonymously uh, that's perfectly <laughs> fine i will not out you as a crack liquid user so to quickly uh, conclude the uh, the Notre Dame thing, look, uh, France is not broke. Nah, um, they can allocate funds to get that fixed. Yep. In a, uh, I would I would say an acceptable time frame for their and the church is for not their broke citizens either as well. Um, so I think it's ridiculous that in one day the world can come together and generate a billion with a B dollars to fix a church Mm. that is not worth that much money. Nope. And we have, uh, I think it, it speaks to the casual racism that we are still unwilling to admit uh, exists in this world. Mm -hmm. We admit it every, every time we record, but as a whole, people don't acknowledge it a lot it's soft like again it's not you don't have to go around saying the n-word to be a racist but i think if the world can get a billion dollars in one day to do this but we have hungry people all over the place and churches in louisiana being casually burned down right um by the the son of the uh what was he the son of a deputy or some shit one of the motherfuckers that's very telling that's very telling and you see they tried to blame it on black metal music or something like that right blacks rule what like black well black hardcore metal music okay potentially i get it like the genre they do talk i I think in that genre they talk about uh poorly against christianity but i don't think it's any coincidence that black churches getting burned just just saying no yeah no it kind of makes sense why are you making everything about race guys i mean come on yeah no, he was no. so colorblind he didn't realize he was burning down black churches exactly that, the that churches, what happened. The ch- it's kind of funny how we associate like churches churches are one of the main buildings that we associate with the people that attend them like white church you know what we saying black church you know what we saying but i don't think Hey, man, he was trying to burn down the black Buddhist temple. Well, we don't know that many black people into fucking with Buddha. But 
I do wonder how that tangent would go if someone were to have this discussion. Like, oh, no, he went and threw rocks at the Black Jehovah Witness Center. What are those called again? Kingdom Hall. Kingdom Hall. Is that the Black Kingdom Hall? Are there there are white Jehovah's Witnesses? How come nobody uh, burns down a fucking uh, Scientology church? Because the nigga's crazy. Nigga's crazy. I feel like <laughs> you don't do that. You don't do that. I feel like you do that and you'll wake up to like people recording you out, like standing outside of your house. I saw a documentary on Scientology and how ridiculous they are. If you try to leave, they use a bunch of blackmail yeah. um, stuff that they have on you and they try to like ruin your career and your relationships with family. Is Will um, Smith still a Scientologist? I don't think so. He seemed too happy. But uh, I think that's. I don't want to speak he, too much. Was he a Scientologist? I'm pretty sure that I read that. Was that an allegedly thing or is that actually true? Because I would really hold black people not doing that. Like, don't drink the Kool-Aid. They got some black people. Mm. They have to. Uh, that's pretty bad. People Katie just Holmes have so out. much money and they don't know what to do with it. And then yeah. they'll be like, hey, man, aliens, bro. Anybody going up against the IRS and like winning is not someone that should be taken lightly or fucked with, in my opinion. Uh, Leah Ramini said in her documentary that she truly believes that Tom Cruise could commit a murder and the <laughs> Scientologists would cover it up for him. Those are the type of people that I need, but I don't want to be associated. And you know what, what's funny is I think most people would hear that and be like, well, that seems a little far-fetched. But we're just talking about the Catholic Church, right? I mean, right. And Jehovah's Witnesses, and Jehovah's we were talking Witnesses. about the last we were talking episode. talking about that? Yeah. Just no. saying. Just saying. No, and we've known celebrities to get away with killing people. When you have an organization that big and they have that much interest in protecting themselves. Precisely. If they're protecting you, I mean, it's politicians, police. I think it's all kind of along the same line. Yeah. You just have clubs and motherfuckers that just do that type of stuff. I mean, it's not super duper far-fetched. So we touched on a few things. We touched on Nipsey. We touched on the relationships that they had with people, music, movies. We um, didn't talk about us, if you want to get around to that. Oh, we didn't. Yeah, we skipped I like that shit. That shit was good. I feel like everybody that was making theories and stuff like that, I don't know if it was like necessary to do because it was like kind of sort of straightforward. But um, as far as the second installment in a Jordan Peele movie selection whatever the fuck it was uh it was enjoyable I, I yeah liked that. i thought it was good i think the people who see it more negatively probably mess it up for themselves with all this internet speculation yeah and then i think also it doesn't really make sense to compare the two films no um they're not about the same thing they're by the same guy right they have black people in them they're kind yeah. of horror movies but i mean you know i don't i don't think that's fair I can say, like, did I enjoy Get Out a little more? Probably. Yeah, it was more relatable. But I don't think it's fair to say, like, oh, Get Out was, like, way better. And, like, they're not, you can't compare them, right? No, they're two entirely different things. Um, But, yeah, I thought it was good. I thought it was fun. And, uh, you know, like, it's exciting to have a youngish guy, um, especially somebody of color, like, just doing their thing, right? Right. And it's not about... You know, again, why does that have to be about race, right? Because um, right. people are bringing this up because he was quoted as saying that he's probably not going to have a white lead anytime soon. Do it. Um, but, you know, in context, he was saying we've we've seen that story, right? We see it in um, every medium, right? right? There's nothing wrong. If, if nobody is telling the stories from that perspective, 
why not just let him do it right and i think he's just being very matter of fact in saying that yeah i agree um while we're at it the movie that i've seen several times there's a movie with megan good and michael ely coming out where they're like a newlywed couple or they just bought a house or you know what i'm saying they kind of moving into a place and the former owner of the house or the neighbor of the house is crazy that is also a movie that i've seen a lot um if it's not a younger black couple with a crazy mistress a crazy neighbor a crazy cop a crazy former house owner that they just moved into i mean it's just like enough is enough i'm tired i'm tired i'm tired because i can think of one where samuel l jackson was a crazy neighbor and he was a cop you remember that and it was an interracial couple and he didn't he didn't approve and there was a clip in the trailer where he goes i'm the police you have to do as i say and i was like this is just ridiculous right here so it feels good to have jordan peele coming out and creating movies where the it's different it's original stuff original content and it keeps you thinking and it has you on the edge of your seat which is what i felt it's not a um because for so long what do we get we get like movies about slaves biopics yeah magic negro magic negro or um i mean like something like precious where it's like look at how I, I bad this black person's that. life is or fruitvale station which is another and it's like one. those have their place but where is the black written black directed black action hero shit right like we we don't have a lot of that and we don't where's the high quality black suspense black horror etc cetera, right. etc cetera. so we're just feeling that and I, people are jealous or some shit that it's it's hitting off it's being popular first off y'all some hoes cuz you're not you're not going to not watch it just because he's not casting a white dude everybody's like this is racism i'm not going to watch blah 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 yes you are stop lying you're going to watch it go, and even if you don't watch it go, it's going to make the yeah, money yeah just that don't it, don't watch it yeah um, no, you acting like so hoes. speaking of uh black things black achievements I already know um, where this is going I saw you peaked. I peaked a little bit. I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> so I'm not I uh, I tagged you in this on Twitter, and it seems like been, you ignored it. Speaking, you know, yeah, what? I've been speaking bothering last, you a lot. Speaking <laughs> of the last, we we've been talking about what we've been up to for the last like so on and so forth, and I've intentionally not replied <laughs> to anything that you've been doing because I knew we were gonna record. But I see that shit. You've been he's been spazzing on the internet. He's been using a picture of me as a reaction photo. He's been like tagging me re- continuously and repetitively in a, this dick out barbershop, cock out, rock star, cock star. I haven't seen you since your birthday, and then you went out of town, and yeah, then now, no. So this is so he since has been the harassing last, me since the last podcast, we've had almost no contact with each other. Yeah, we've been gone. So, so I've been, been messing with him on Twitter, spazzing. And it's funny because, like, you know, I'll look and I'm like, whoa, the second I saw that you using, like, a picture of me as a reaction photo in conversations that weren't online, I was like, <laughs> yeah, he going in. I was like, he has reached his final form and he is going. I, I was like, I want to see how bad this gets. But, um. Okay, I, so what we're actually talking about is there is a barber in Chicago. Let's give him a shout out. His IG is Brandon underscore barber number four. And he's offering Chicago's first fully nude exclusive cut for $80. He will cut your hair uh, and he will be completely nude except for some Adidas slides. And you get three shots of liquor with that. And he posted on his Instagram story and he got his whole dick flopping around. Uh, 
how horny are you niggas? <laughs> That's what I want to ask. I want to ask that because when I go to a barbershop, it is, first and foremost, I don't want to make it seem like I'm hating on this gentleman. Shouts out to you for finding a niche market. Shouts out to you for having people come and actually pay that. That is tremendous. I've made references to wanting to be a dancing bear in the past. If you don't know what that is, I would suggest that you look it up, but not on the internet network at work, maybe in a place where you can hide your phone. Um, there are strippers that end up getting filleted for whatever reason. I don't know what's going on with So would you? It's okay. been a lot of, it's been a lot of, no, wait, hold on. Let me finish. <laughs> Let me finish. It's been a lot of shit going down that I don't understand. Like you got, you got dick and sips. They supposed to be painting sips. But niggas got their dicks out and they grinding up on people. I seen one dude getting filleted mad ferociously Listen while he was sitting Ricky. there. Well, I'm like, they supposed to be paying. Why are they sucking? That's they got sucking sips going on. You got dick out barbershops. None of these things are in line with what I want to do. I like to keep things separate. If I'm going to get my hair cut, then well, then again, like even if it was, let's say it was a lady and she was fully nude and she was giving me a haircut and she's able to do a good job. Three shots for me personally, and nudity is not, that's not what I want, because you are attracted to the person that you're getting the cut from. You can't look at their body and not have your line of fucked up. Okay, quickly, somebody, friend of the podcast, at Tadpole Jackson on Twitter, addressed this. Oh, here we go. He said, your line ain't going to be crooked because you're staring at the dick. And who needs three shots? Y'all going to die drinking and driving afterwards. Shake my damn head. And that's accurate because there's a craft involved with getting your hair cut. You have to. I've almost fallen asleep several times because it's very soothing. The clippers are going off right there. in your. Oh, ear. my barber friends say people do that all the time. Yeah, no, it's very soothing. But you're sitting there. You're comfortable. You have to hold your head still. Turn. Hold in a certain position. Try not to fall asleep. Whatever would have you. Blah, blah, blah. So you're attracted to the person you're getting a haircut from. You telling me you're gonna sit perfectly still on top of the three shots of whatever? That's not it's not feasible. So it doesn't make sense. You're saying you don't like to mix things. If you got a group on for skydiving. Okay. And they're like, add a bonus, you get your dick sucked a little bit on the way down before you pull the chute. No. But it costs because the Groupon it costs half the price of regular skydiving. Uh, I would potentially ask if I could get those two services separately. And they're like, I'd be like, "Sorry, we already we already booked a lady for the day." Can you can I be filleted in the plane? <laughs> no, nah, that's dangerous. <laughs> that's dangerous actually. Because so you, you go, I'm gonna be tired after bussing and trying to like skydive safely. So I think I'd be like, "Can I just be filleted afterwards, and I can worry about my life and landing safely?" while it's happening and they'd be like no you need to be topped off while you're going down in maximum velocity i don't think that's a good idea i want to i would keep that separate now i got a scenario for you all right all right so this is more standard you go to a strip club and we also have wings here mm-hmm. but you have to eat the wings while a dancer's asshole is in your face yeah that's easy I could, I could just focus on the food. I don't. But why, though? I mean, I don't want that. I don't even want to go to a strip club in the first place. But, like, if the wings are good and they'd be like, uh, it comes with a lap dance, you got to take the lap dance, I'll just eat around it. You finna fuck up eating the wings. I'm going to say that. First okay, but who's in more danger? I'm going to drop it on my shirt 
or it's gonna fall in her, in her booty hole. Who's you in more danger? The, worst time? the booty particles could get on the wing while you eating it, and you're gonna get sick potentially. You don't think the booty residue? You know how many booty particles you eat when you go out? A lot, but it's not as direct. Like with the <laughs> asshole right there in your face, I feel like it's right. What it's too close. It's too close. You know, when you flush the toilet, you're supposed to put the lid down so the booty particles don't jump up. Yeah, but you know what? So if you got to worry about that in the bathroom, you don't. You think... don't have to worry about it. I think that's I don't just know, man. what Dateline NBC is telling you to worry about. So uh, let's let's say this: we are trying to do um, a little more with video with the podcast. We want to do maybe some light journalism, some man on the street, some interviews. Okay. If All you right. had your choice, All right. would you rather do an on scene? A documentary interview type thing at a dick and sip or at this uh, Brandon Barber dick out haircut. The dick and sip because there's nobody's lining in danger at that. And I would feel bad because I feel like the person in the barber chair has enough distractions going on without me standing there. With the microphone being well, wait, like, hey, if why you, you do this? As long as you don't keep looking down while he's doing the front of your hair. Impossible. You're going to be staring at it? Wait, wait. Are you asking me, would I want to be the one in the chair? You'd uh, So, you've never, you talk to your barber, right, when you get in your hair Yeah. So, no, actually, I don't, I don't be trying to talk and shit. So, and I like, feel bad because they be talking about life and, like, what's going on and, like, how things are rough. And I'm just like, I You know that uh, they held Jimi Hendrix down while he was throwing up in the ambulance and that's... That's crazy. They didn't want him to be the best at rock and roll. Use your common sense. Um, so here's here's what I'm envisioning. You are either taking part in the dick and sip and, and talking to oh, the, no. the model and the thing while while I'm filming it. Or you could be in the chair just being like, hey, how'd you get started? You know? Yeah, I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. I feel like number one, because that would be cheating on my barber that i go to and if my barber were to find out that i did something that just like so he that, might take his dick of, out to compete i'm i don't want to see his dick at all <laughs> i've been getting my haircut by the same guy since i was 15 years old and i feel like that would be an infringement how would your barber feel is anybody thinking about that if you go to this event spend 80 dollars on three shots and some dick visuals and what are you going to say to your regular barber because you know they be on that right when you go they'll be like oh man you got to cut like, what's going on? Well, you Does tell anybody... them that you're trying to get some good interviews and meet people in nah, the city that are entrepreneurs. I think it's inconsiderate. And I think they'd be horny. What if we have him on as a guest, but he doesn't wear clothes? I don't want that. I'm in my house. He not sitting on my chair. He has to be comfortable. Nah, He's our no, guest. He, don't. he can be comfortable elsewhere. It's not happening. <laughs> Cut it. That's it for that topic. We not doing no more of that. So um, we've all talked about streaming video game things, and we've jokingly made references to racism in games around the 360 days but lo and behold there's been um some uh racism popping off on ps4 i'm surprised i'm shocked kind of sort of because it's um what was she playing uh overwatch overwatch so i can kind of believe overwatch can be kind of toxic a little bit i just got it yesterday and haven't played it yet i'll play with you i'll play with you but it's a fun game when you play in, in a party with friends and stuff like that, but I haven't had the opportunity to play with like a lot of randos and be on the mic with them and stuff, but I can genuinely believe that they be on bullshit. So what I'm going to do is play a little bit of what was popping. Let me see this shit. Hold on. 
I'm that's crazy. That's I'm, not that's talking about I'm talking about the Mercy. I'm not talking about GKSD. I ain't got no beef with you. I got beef with your fucking with your black girlfriend. With your, with your fucking crazy. monkey girlfriend, bro. Why are you upset off, though? Well, why are you upset? Is it because I'm right? <laughs> you're fucking terrible at this game. No, I'm terrible, but game, okay, just, can you carry then? Can you do something? So I'm black. bad, but I'm playing but Mercy. What do you want me to do? You're black. You're black. Because I'm black? I like how the whole comment, like, the whole conversation is because I'm black. That's crazy. It's because you're black. I, I've wow. been saying it. I don't understand where the confusion is. It's because you're a stupid coon. Right. Like you're a dumb coon. Like, like, do you have a high school education? Wow. No, definitely not. No, yeah, no, I, there's, there's no way that's true. Wow. So, do you have a middle school? Can you swim? <laughs> so i mean I, f I don't feel like i have to continue playing like the rest of it, it was yeah just and this more. is um yes underscore it's rose on twitter by the way if you want to follow out. her or play with her and say something positive instead of whatever this is supposed to be that shit is crazy to me it just went there without any reason i'm not sure if she was playing comp which is um way more stressful in my opinion because you're playing to get placements. Um, for those of you that don't know, um, I have to. I feel like I have to do this a little bit. It's a first-person game where you end up having different characters with different abilities. Um, you have to have a balanced team to win, and everybody exactly. has to be doing their role. So I guess her. I know a little bit about her the game. role was healing. Right. Her role was healing. So everyone has a purpose. There's assault there, which is like go kill people. There's defense, which is I'm gonna soak up damage so I can like push us towards our agenda. And then there's healing. It's like in support, which is I'm going to boost these attack or defense capabilities or give you life. And make sure you don't die. And with team based games like this, uh, there's a lot of people that don't want to take accountability. So I feel like it started off as that type of conversation. And then it ended up taking another route entirely. It's like it's because you're black. It's because you're black. And then someone else was in there taking like pot shots at other individuals. And it was just like super duper ridiculous because why and when has it been that serious? We we talk about this and we complain about people who don't know how to act as adults on video games or whatnot. But I think the fact that there's anonymity at play makes motherfuckers way more bold than they actually need to be. And it doesn't make any sense whatsoever for me. Uh, I'm... I'm a little surprised because they sound older. They don't sound like middle school kids. And uh, I think I brought this up before, but I watched an interesting video um, about w how chat in games change, especially on consoles. So I used to have an Xbox 360 and I played a lot of Halo. And, you know, when you first join the game, it's like all 15 people are all talking at the same time. Like, right. That doesn't exist anymore. And uh, party chat didn't exist back then, right. which I didn't remember. <clears throat> so now everybody's in party chat with their friends people play with their friends more people aren't playing with randoms as much people aren't on mic the same way so i think that kind of hid the that the fact that this issue is still going on right and with people that are older than you would think like i don't think i'm being too naive like, i think we're both we understand where racism stands right now right in the world for the most part but this is surprising i think just because of the nature of when was the last time we played with random people, right? Like, I haven't heard anybody say the N-word on a video game in, like, so years. Right. Um, 
last time we played with random people? You asked before? No, I'm just saying, like, I haven't encountered anything like this since playing Halo. No, no, no. It doesn't really happen that often to what I understand. I feel like the pressure of knowing that PlayStations are recording you and you can clip, save, and do whatever with these Yeah, and Twitch now, too. I didn't even think of that. No, Twitch as well. Like, it's kind of calmed down that type of um, interactions that you'll end up having. Also, people take this shit seriously. Uh, I sounded distracted just now because I was scrolling through the comments underneath the video. Oh, no. Is there other people? No, no, no. I'm looking right here. Uh, Blizzard said, thank you and those uh, others who shared this report. While we won't be able to share any specifics, we didn't want to let you know that we would be looking into this. We'd also like to encourage anyone who encounters harassment to report it in-game, and then they shared a link. So while you were talking, I was looking to see what was done. I don't know the individual um that was making those remarks but hopefully they got banned hopefully they got banned i'm pretty sure they um, likely got banned but you know like uh the whole thing is gross but what bothers me specifically is whenever people like so he he asked her if she can swim right and then you can hear his friends laughing right he yeah. doesn't uh, he doesn't know why black people don't swim at the same rate as white people do right right it's like I think it's a failure of our education why that is even a joke to you because obviously due to segregation and even post-segregation, the way black people were treated at pools, there's a much different upbringing, right? Right. Uh, And it's not going to be as common. I mean, like, quick Google search, you'll see white people pouring bleach onto black people in pools. Yeah, you can see that. Yeah. and that's, you know, stuff like that makes it gross because it's like the same people that are saying, you know, um, get over it. Everything's not about race, et cetera, et cetera. These are the same people who think that this kind of stuff is funny. Right. And they don't. It's like if you don't acknowledge the history and how we got to where we are now and how far we have to go, then you you can't it, it's you can't just casually say like, oh, we're all past it. Like everything's straight. We're good. Mm-hmm. And it's like just perpetually dealing with this is so obnoxious and tiresome. It is. I I uh, don't think this will change until we either a take away what these people love to do um, by banning them from the games that they like to play and making it known that they don't know how to act when they hop on these platforms or b find them and beat their asses. Yeah, I, I think. Um, you know, I've had conversations with um, my closest white friend. We talk about all manner of social and political issues, and sometimes we find ourselves on opposite sides. And she's like, you know, I don't know if it always makes sense to report everybody. And I see where she's coming from. You know, I think if if you're talking about somebody in public service, if they're a politician, a firefighter, a police officer, 100% they need to lose their job. Right. Somebody like this who might be 17 or something like i i mean probably probably still whatever i i don't really care to even think about it that hard but i think you know we it it won't even get this far if we're even allowed to educate people like mm-hmm. you know we have politicians in this country that are trying to downplay uh historical fact right now and change the the curriculum and it's going to create more people like this if you don't know the 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 horrors that this country has um, subjected its citizens to, mm-hmm. how can you, you know what I mean? Like, 
obviously these the the people themselves have a culpability, but if they're in a state where they've had a politician lobby to um, change the wording of what the Civil War is about, et cetera, et cetera, because right. of American exceptionalism and we can't be too hard on America, Fuck then how can you expect anybody to understand, you know, why we're not on equal footing, why certain things aren't cool, right? Exactly. So, you know, you really have to go back to the source. And, I, and the analogy that I always make is whenever you're in a recovery pr- program, right, whether it's alcoholism or drugs or whatever, the first step is admitting you have a problem, Accountability. right? So if this, if, if we in this country cannot accept that racism was uh, a foundation of this country, right. but is also still an issue, then how can we hope to ever repair anything? Exactly. Uh, I think you wrapped that up nicely. You said the stuff that I was thinking, and I completely agree with what you're saying. I just want to continue to add the emphasis on finding people and beating their asses. Yeah, because you know I what? I feel like Jay and Silent Bob. You remember the end of that movie where they had enough money and they was like going around finding the trolls and being like, hey, are you booty liquor to 2000? <laughs> yeah. Did you say, fuck Jay and Silent Bob, they can suck my dick from the back, this movie is terrible? Yeah. And then they proceed to beat people's asses. Don't give me no money. Don't give me no money. I'm, I don't have the free time to do it, so give me the money. But if I had nothing to do and nothing to lose, I'd be out here on that probably because they don't, people just don't learn. Um, and, and, uh, I keep forgetting the date, but where sh- Chicago is already minority white. Um, right. So I'm just saying if people start getting fucked up, I don't know what the repercussions are really, you know, the race war isn't going to be looking so good for white people. It's not uh, looking too hot right now. It's not like the too next hot. couple of years. Uh, so peep this. I know we don't talk about sports a lot, but there were things that happened in sports that I want to like touch on because they made me laugh. Um, number one is Magic Johnson quitting without telling his boss he was quitting, going straight to the media. That shit was hilarious. He was like, uh, look, hey, if I had seen you, I ain't know if I was going to be able to quit. So I'm just let everybody else know, like, look, I'm not Hey, I don't work here no more. That's not my job no more. He got money. He'll be OK. That was funny to me. The second is. Tiger Woods winning it, uh, winning it all and bouncing back from cheating on a white woman in 2009. Well, more <laughs> bigger than that. So it was funny. Uh, but I was reading Bomani Jones talking about this they really, tried, really cool to dude. Crucify that man in 2009. Uh, uh, yeah. But you know, he started. I guess the client. We don't follow golf. We don't follow sports. So obviously, we're not going to follow golf. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but uh, Bomani Jones was um, going through. Um, they they were changing the courses because of Tiger Woods, which I did not know. Oh, really? And um, certain certain people were responding to him, and they're like, "Hey, you know, everybody was getting having longer drives, et cetera, et cetera." And uh, Bomani really broke it down. It was like true, but especially in those years, they were specifically changing the courses to take away what Tiger was the best at, and to bring him back into the playing field. And more, you know, on top of that, uh, he's had a lot of back issues over the years, and that's why he's been out of it. I mean, he still is a professional golfer, which is great for him, but this is his first major in like 10 years. Uh huh. So, I mean, good for him. You or know? second. I can't remember. First or second. I'm not sure. Good for him. And it, it's just, it's funny, the history. And then, you know, he was pointing out, he's like, hey, you know, uh, some of these clubs weren't letting black people be members until the 70s or 80s. So uh, uh-huh. it's not that far-fetched to think that they were like, hey, let's uh, stop this black guy from being so good. Right. No, I believe it. 
if there was sports that I would more than likely get into that were just like out of the black realm of reality, golf wouldn't even be one of them. I feel like that's a very posh uh, yes. sport to engage in. I appreciate golf, I guess. Like I've, you know, after I thought I wanted to play golf, like try it. Cause it's really, even though it is a posh sport, like it's not unex- unaccessible. Yeah, exactly. So like, I mean, yeah, I could go play, pay $20 and play. There's like a park district. There's two, I think, golf courses here in Chicago. Uh, and I thought I wanted to play, but I went to the driving range a couple of days in a row and I did the putt putt a couple of days in a row. I was like, this is really fucking hard. Yeah, no, that's some shit. If I did eight or nine holes, I would be there all day and yeah, I would have to no. let people play through. I'd Walking be making around, no progress. No, nah, exactly. Walking around, it's just not. Eh, so I have right. a respect for golf because you're hitting a tiny ball into a tiny hole and it's like a thousand yards away. And exactly. that's crazy. Exactly. That's ridiculous. Uh, circling back to music, there's some things I want to. Oh wait, wait, on. wait! I have a sports thing. Are we done with sports? I'm about to be. What you got? Okay. <laughs> so, uh, I guess this guy is regarded as one of the top draft picks in the upcoming NFL draft. Uh, his name is Nick Bosa, and uh, it's just funny. He's a. Uh, uh, I see what you look. A Make at America right Great Again guy. Yeah. So. Uh, we've talked about how young athletes are getting their Twitters looked at and some of it is a little unfair, a little unrealistic, right? Right. Well, this guy, he seems to have a lot of problems with a lot of black things, specifically. Um, let's just, two of his tweets, okay? There's a whole article about him on The Root if you want to see uh, more of more of his uh, tweets. So this first one, Beyonce's music is complete trash. Why do you think Nick feels that way? Because he doesn't like Negroids. Continue. He also said Black Panther is the worst Marvel movie of all time. Worse than Thor 2? That's false. Thor 2 was ass. (laughs) The first Thor was ass. Iron Man 2 was ass. Top three ass Marvel movies, in my opinion. Continue. We we just leave. I don't want to read all of his tweets. Wait, give me one more. Three is the magic number. Uh, That picture of me is right there. He got the reaction pic right there on the phone. (laughs) What? What's up with him? What's up with that? Ridiculous. This is a good reaction pick. You, wow. I saw. Okay, there was a video of somebody. So somebody was boning this lady from the back, right? And there was a dude laying down, licking. You saw it? No. He wait. was licking her clit, right? And I've never seen, I've never seen it um, set up that way before. And I was like, oh, that's that doesn't that seems uncomfortable. And then the dick slipped out and went to dude's mouth. <laughs> and. I didn't want to like it or respond to it because, you know, it's going to show up on my timeline and I'm not ashamed, but there's some, I have some newer followers and I was like, I don't want them to unfollow me because I think they're cool. So, but I couldn't resist. I put a Delancey smile like, yeah, you got a dick in your mouth. Get that shit out of here. That's crazy. Oh Lord. No, that's bad. I feel like those are the, the repercussions of being that close to some intercourse going on. He caught a stray dick in the line of fire. All right. Circling back to music, he mentioned Beyonce. Beyonce dropped Homecoming on Netflix. I will check it out just as he was popping because her Coachella performance a year ago was in tip-top form. It was amazing. I like that. Uh, unfortunately, in the same realm of performances, uh, Coachella is going on. People pay a lot for tickets, but the sound quality has been straight ass in several situations, namely Nicki Minaj's performance. It wasn't her fault, but the microphone and the sound was just off. It was pretty bad. I'm very curious to know. Um, I, I wish a behind the scenes person would come out and say why they had that issue. Because 
Um, I'm assuming there's a good reason. I'm assuming uh, it might be weather conditions. Like it might be too dry. It might be. Well, too you know, they're they're using they're on a big stage using wireless mics. There's things that can go wrong. Exactly. But like, you would think that a production that big, yeah, they would have some fail safes, or somebody could just hand her another mic real quick, like anything. She was up there like the whole time struggling, right? It was struggling. Yeah, I saw the clip. If I'm paying that much for a ticket, y'all gonna fix it, or or else I'm a wild out, and it's gonna be a problem. That's not cool. Uh, Radiohead ended up walking out twice, I think, last year because the sound quality, uh, or two years ago because the sound quality was straight cheeks. So people need to get on that. Uh, use your common sense. Is this camera on me? Uh, also <laughs> talking about. Coachella stuff. I heard uh, Childish Gambino shit was Fuego. I did see Guava Island on Amazon Prime. Wait, I would wait, suggest wait. that you check that out. I how, how long is it? About an hour. And it's about him and Rihanna on the beach? Uh, on an island. I just saw a, a, him serenading her on the beach. Right. And then everybody was like, I wish he would stop dancing. That's what all the comments said. He gives, a lot of, he gives a lot of hope to the interestingly built gentlemen that i think he just has a regular body well wait how old is he is he 30 yet i think he might be around 30 yeah i think he has a decent body for somebody in their 30s there's muscle there but it's like he's i think he has a very regular body he just doesn't have like average he doesn't have a uh, famous person body yeah so everybody's like wow so body positive but like he looks like a a person that you would see it's the beard and hair combination a little bit too sometimes because it's like slight Slightly Logan Square, slightly homeless looking. Yeah. Uh, but it's artsy, if that makes any sense. So, I But mean, he's not like fat. He just doesn't have a six pack. Yeah, nah, he's not. Yeah, there's definition there. It's weird. But people roasting him. I mean, hey. People I mean, are roasting his body? Yeah, people have been like calling him bad built. That's not, that's not right. It's funny. I think see. his dancing, I don't, I don't think his dancing is bad either, but like, I don't. I don't want this to be a thing where like I always yeah. just got to see him dance all the time. No, now. I think he just he's just enjoying himself and he's um just doing it and he's giving hope to people that may or may not get that much coochie. I only well. shoulder lean. But he ha- let's let's be honest, he has money. So if if you don't have money, you got to comb your beard. What are your uh dance moves? Uh I millie rock a lot. Do you lean like a cholo? No, I don't do that. That's cholo appropriation. I don't get down with that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, also, the last thing I want to mention about music is Old Town Road dropped a remix with uh, Billy Ray Cyrus, and that shit went up the charts. Not sure what's going on. I know he does other music as well, but that is something that happened while I was in Toronto. Um, I'm happy because they took it off the country charts, and he went and got Billy Ray Cyrus on that shit. And that's kind of like a smack in the face to anyone. That that's such an interesting story. Like the song is catchy enough. I'm not mad at the song, but like just the whole journey of who he is, how that song got on the billboard. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. took it off. Then he got right back on. Like, right. That's some cool shit. It's kind of cool. It's kind of funny. I um also saw a lot of people talking about how he was a parody Twitter account and tweet decking and this, that, and the other. And they were like, damn, y'all let this motherfucker flourish, this, that, and the other. Uh, I'm not into the the game of stopping anybody from compensating or not compensating, but monetizing fucking around on the internet because that's something that we are in the process of doing. I don't want to be a hypocrite and I'm excited to see someone who went from just being a personality, um, making an attempt to do something that they're passionate about and also, uh, achieving success doing that. So shout out to Lil Nas X for doing that. Continue to make catchy songs or good songs. 
please and thank you because I don't want to hear people well, talking see. shit about how you fell off. I hope you got more fuego in that bag. And, you know, shouts out to you. Um, but I think what we're going to do now is uh, go into Reggie's quick picks. If you got some of those, you got some of those. Um, I'm not sure. I'll, I'll scan back. Uh, so I did find some stuff um, that happened right after we recorded the last episode. Right. Kyle Corver, a basketball player. I, I forget who he plays. I saw you drop like either an article or some on Medium. An article. Yeah. The, in the Players yeah. Tribune. Uh, he did play for the Bulls for a while. And he basically talks about... Um, his ignorance to racism and how he has grown and how we should all grow. Okay. And it was very, I didn't feel like it was very accusatory. He talked about like, it's, this isn't about white guilt. It's about like responsibility. And I thought it was very well worded and people still found a way way to be upset about it, to be like white people aren't responsible for slavery. That shit was a long time ago. And like, it has nothing to do with it. One of the things that he brings up is a uh, Tabo Cephalosha, who also played for the bulls right. at some point. Um, he got beat up, uh, outside of a club by the police and they broke his leg and he missed playing time. It's fucked up. And, uh, Kyle Corver talks about his first reaction of like, wow, what was he doing out that late? Like, et cetera, et cetera. And then he checked himself and he was like, you know, this is my friend, my brother, my teammate. Right. I need to start thinking about things a different way. And he was just offering. He's like, hey, we can all do better. And people got mad. Yeah, that's what people do these days. They're going to get mad for this or they're going to get mad for that. Or they're even going to try and find a way to not give a fuck, which I try to do. And but uh, I like positive things when I see them. So shouts out. To yeah, Kyle I Corbin. thought it was a great article. And th- what they, they used to call them hot sauce over here. I ain't never did that. Shit. Give me the hot sauce. I wouldn't do that. I'm the, not doing that. Isn't that what uh, Stacy said? Nah, people do that. And then all of a sudden people start wanting to hand out invites to an imaginary cookout i don't take part in that well he used to hit three pointers when the bulls were bad and they're still bad yeah exactly uh news from npr uh trump administration has canceled a deal that would have let cuban baseball players join professional teams in the u.s and canada interesting that's crazy because i assumed a lot of people like baseball and by a lot of people well i thought cubans were already coming through so maybe uh, because of his immigration policy, they weren't letting Cubans over anymore, but then they were going to make an exception. I didn't um, keep up with this to see if this is getting overturned or not, but I think that's interesting. That is interesting. You can't even be good at sports and nah, get in. That's the American dream. You just cannot be brown. Baseball and apple pie used to be on uh, everybody's mind, but they just stopping everybody from getting a bag. I'm not surprised, though. Uh, Yeah, no, nah, he can eat a dick with that one. You got anything else for me? <laughs> so I, I I haven't had coffee since like December, and this morning I had some for professional purposes. Um, and I'm feeling it. I don't like it. I'm probably not gonna go back to drinking that shit anytime soon because I'm crashing. Yeah, I think uh, I talked shit about Doctor Sebi last episode, right? No, nah, we didn't, but I think we did a little bit enough to, I think. I even. literally don't remember, Bro, but uh, nah, fuck, that, fuck um, him. Like, yeah, we not. I'm we not we did that. enough today. That yeah. might that might be it. I don't know. Is Our, this a short episode? Nah. Regular? Yeah, about regular, about average. I feel like you guys should eat your fruits and vegetables. I'm going to leave it at that. Yeah, no, like. They're good for you. Eat that, but uh, eat that. that's not going to cure your AIDS. No, it's not. And the funniest thing I've seen on that topic was quote Dr. Sebi had niggas rubbing 
guacamole on their chest to cure stage four pancreatic cancer, end quote. That made me chuckle a lot, but it is what it is. Use your common sense. Is this camera on me? I think this is it. Oh, a quick thing, though. So I there is a, a shocking lack of information about him on the Internet. Mm-hmm. Like the fact that he lived to be what into his 70s right. or 80s uh is multimillionaire et cetera et cetera um all i know is that he's from honduras he could very well be afro latino or just black and born in honduras but the um skeptic in me is leaning towards he might just be kind of letting y'all think he's black mm. get more black people to buy his stuff i don't know i'm just throwing it out there yeah he did as hell now though it's all good I mean, no, him being dead is not all good. That's uh, not what I so saying. what do we uh, want to do? Uh, we can plug your Twitch. I haven't really been streaming. I'm going to be streaming yeah, very Yeah, I have things in, work, uh, in the works for my Twitch right now. Um, Twitch is Delancey, D-U-L-L-A-N-T-S-Y, and that's across the board for almost every social platform you can think of. And Reggie, you want to drop your shenanigans? Zoot Suit Zombie. Uh, but yeah, I will not be streaming a lot. Uh, at least not video game stuff. I've been thinking about streaming some music production stuff because I've been very busy. That's pretty with cool. You can do that lately. Yeah. Well, yeah I, I mean, that. I know what I can. You do. can do. You should do that just to uh, get some stuff up there. <laughs> um, yeah. And then, um, you know, as always, uh, leave us five stars on iTunes. That would be great. Um, you can follow Spit Sessions on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. All that good shit. All that good um, shit. You could follow us individually, Dull Ancy, Zoot Suit Zombie. Word. And uh, anything else? No, nah, I think that's it. Listen to this hot ass beat. And uh, if any of you guys uh, skateboard, send me some trick tips. Send me a, a sweet video of you doing a kickflip over a cardboard box. Somebody gonna die. All right, that's it. We out. <laughs>